Welcome to Christchurch Manchester Sermon Podcast. CCM is one church that meets every Sunday in various locations across Manchester. For more information about who we are or about our Sunday meetings, please visit www.christchurchmanchester.com. Thank you. I'm just looking out the window of my study and uh, the neighbour across the road has got a beautiful magnolia. So there are some benefits of um, online service. You can don't see just four walls. You can see God's beautiful creation. I wonder what plans you made for the next few months. Uh, I had plans to go actually go in hospital to have a routine operation to help my breathing that is now been bounced somewhere many months away I think I also had a holiday planned which I've now had to cancel I know a friend is trying to move house and just can't do that some people's jobs move has been put on hold I've got another friend who's just retiring and seen their pension tank um, and uh, just kind of concerned, how do they do it? Proverbs 16, 9 says this, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And uh, I want to read from John chapter 13, verse 1, and uh, a very familiar passage at this time of year, Easter time. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to the Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to portray Jesus. Jesus knew... um, It was time for, I'm sorry, I've just um, lost my words. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority of everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. So this was what we know as the Last Supper before the death of Jesus. And Verse 1 says this, before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his father. In this kind of uncertain time, in this kind of unpredictable um, state of affairs that going on, it is really important to know that God is in control of time. Actually, God knows what is going to happen. It says in Romans 5, 6, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us. At just the right time. It's often all the way through scripture, you see timing is important to God. And it is important for us to know that nothing is out of God's control. In Isaiah 55, 8, it says this, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts says Lord and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine 
So many of us have got plans that are changing. Church is radically different than we knew it at all. But actually, God is in control. And uh, I remember years ago when I was in my 20s, I had to witness the death of two of my friends, not the actual death, but I had to go and identify the bodies. They'd actually uh, fallen off a, a, a mountain in, in Scotland. And it was devastating. And uh, I remember going to the doctor thinking he'd give me some Valium or something because I was so stressed and so in a bad way. And he actually didn't. He, he just said, look, I think you'll be able to cope. And I remember reading Ephesians and, and chapters about God's sovereignty, which I'd struggled a little bit with from a, the background I came from and free will and how does all that work. And I tell you, when you go through pressure and things are going wrong, you lean in to the God is in control. And that uh, really, really helped me. It says in Ephesians 1.9, God has now revealed to his mystery, mysterious plan regarding Christ a plan to fulfill his own in his own good pleasure. And this is the plan at the right time. He will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. It's just so reassuring, isn't it? That it was not at the wrong time. Jesus died. It was the right time. And even the things we're going through now, it's the right time. And then goes on in John 13, three, it says this, Jesus knew that the father had given him authority over everything and he had come from God and would return to God. It's interesting that in the midst of Jesus facing the biggest test of his short earthly life, he was confident that he had been given authority over everything. Now, when I think of authority and in, in the Gospels, I think of authority to cast out demons. I think of authority to heal the sick. I was reading the other day of Jesus healing the leper. And uh, that's the way I kind of think of authority. It's like God intervening and, um, and doing a miracle. But it's interesting that Jesus is saying these words in the midst of actually him knowing that he was going to go and have a cruel death that actually god wasn't going to deliver him from that and i think it's really important when we think of the authority of christ not only to think of healings which i'll come to in a minute and deliverance and kind of god changing things in society and in in our bodies but actually it's authority to face difficulties we've got plenty of nurses and doctors people on the front line who actually you know, I was on a, I run a, a community group with a number of nurses. We were online yesterday. And, you know, they're facing amazing pressure and they're, they're having to go into different wards. They're having to deal with people with the COVID virus. And actually, there's authority to face difficulty. That Jesus knew God's authority in his life so he could face the cross. He could face difficulty and so I, I just want us to have confidence that the same authority that raised him from the dead was actually is the same authority that helped him face life and death and so but also 
there is authority for healing. God wants us actually not just to care for people, but actually to pray for them. We want to see the kingdom come now on earth. And I want to even now, I'm going to pray this moment for anybody who's ill. If you're ill, just put it on your body if it's possible and appropriate. I want to pray for you now. In Jesus' name, I pray with the authority of Christ. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be delivered. In the name of Jesus, be set free. I really do sense the presence of God now. Presence of God in your homes. Be free in Jesus' name. Matthew 21, 21 said this. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to a mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. You can pray for anything. And if you have faith, you will receive it. I have given you all authority, he says in Luke, over the power of the enemy. You can walk upon snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. So Jesus goes into this Last Supper knowing that all authority had been given him. And that was all authority to face difficulty, even face death, but also to heal the sick, to take an ear that was cut off <laughs> from a servant and put it back on <laughs> and heal it. This is our God, our God on earth. Amen. And then as the meal was going on and uh, they were um, preparing for it and uh, they, they sat down, basically they realized that something really important hadn't been done. And that was that nobody had washed their feet. It's interesting, in the UK, it's not something that tends to happen in our house when you knock on the door or ring the bell and come in for a meal. We don't actually have a bowl of water and wash your feet. It probably wouldn't be the most appropriate thing. But I did go to a, a house um, a, year, a few years ago to some immigrants who had just come to the country and they wanted to entertain their pastor. They'd just joined us. Uh, in the church and um, so we sat down and they stood behind us and then they gave us food and I was expecting them to sit next to us but they didn't they just waited and I, in the end I realized they were waiting for us to eat and finish our food and they were standing there and I, I, I'd come to have a talk with them actually and I, I felt really uncomfortable and uh, but I suddenly realized that actually this was appropriate custom for them when someone that they honored had come in the house. And I realized if I had insisted that they had come and sat next to me, which would have made me feel comfortable, I would have made them feel more uncomfortable. Because actually, this was the way that their custom worked. This is how it was. And so actually we ate our food, when they finished, they cleared away, and then they sat down and we, we chatted and they were gonna eat afterwards. And watching the Table speaks a little bit like that. It's not in our custom, but actually it is very appropriate in a dusty climate where you just got sandals or a bit of uh, something on your feet that actually, you're, and you're laying down on uh, to eat 
Um, and so the apostles, all 12 of them, they've been arguing who is the greatest. That was the kind of, they, as the things were going to the end, they were thinking, who is the greatest? And when you're thinking that, the last thing you want to do is with peer pressure is actually get to the bottom of the table, wash the feet. And so none of them were willing to do it. They were more willing to break custom than actually serve one another. And then if we read that Jesus got up in John 13, 4 from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist and poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet. The disciples were shocked. Peter blurted out in embarrassment, you're not going to do this to me. <laughs> Jesus said, Lord, I have to. This is the way leadership works. I'm teaching you how to lead. That if you don't wash each other's feet, if you don't serve, then you can't be a leader. The greatest amongst you must be the slave amongst you, must be the servant amongst you. You know, we have a great opportunity to serve, don't we, in our nation now. We have a great opportunity to serve the church, but we also have a great opportunity to serve our neighbours. There's a man, I think he probably is a Muslim guy, across the road, and he, Mary, my wife was walking, and He'd given us some food before and he, he was in his, just in his car and he opened the window. He said, look, if you need any help, I will help you. Just lovely. And actually there is a whole wave of compassion and help. But you know, we're people of God. We need to serve, but serve with the full authority of Christ. We can bring God into the situation we can bring healing we can bring deliverance but let's join with our fellow humanity serve one another in the love and the grace of christ amen